can Floyd Mayweather really fight in the UFC? I don't know. Is it good that Will Smith started a YouTube channel? I also really don't know. Is it good that Nathan McKinnon is doing very well in the NHL right now? Well, I think yeah, I think that is good. And we'll talk to Halifax Moosehead's playoffs first round playing Bakemo and plenty of more here coming up on the High Button Podcast. care who you are that intro will never get old if you like it if you don't like it you're crazy if you don't like it all right hello welcome back march 19th uh 2018 it's a friday welcome back to the high button podcast still here halifax nova scotia it's a beautiful monday morning sunny uh, i don't see any clouds in the sky it's gonna be a good day this past weekend was incredible weather wise i hate to bring up the weather but uh, it hasn't really been that good recently. And the fact that it was awesome this weekend made for a really good weekend. So bravo to the weather. All right, let's get into this. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, can this guy fight in the UFC? Or is he really just looking for attention? The guy has all the money in the world. I have no idea why he would want to fight in the UFC. He's uh, been a boxer his entire life. Now he wants to switch over at the age of 40 and start fighting in an octagon for some reason i'm trying to get my head around it i'm trying to do the math excuse my voice i'm a little sick here i don't understand why a grown man would want to switch over and fight in an octagon and get his face punched in kicked in elbowed in with over a hundred million dollars in the bank now this leads me to believe Maybe the guy's in a little bit of financial trouble. I know that this is a, a rumor that's going around, and it's been going around for years, that he's in trouble with the IRS, that he owes taxes. This rumor was going around back when he went to jail four or five years ago. Nonetheless, hearing this news that he does want to fight in the UFC to make a little bit more money, it only makes me believe this rumor is true to an even further extent. For God's sakes, man, if I had a million dollars in my bank account, I wouldn't want to fight in the UFC if I had the capabilities of doing it. How much money do you need? You could die in the octagon. Floyd Mayweather. UFC. Octagon. 
Would he fight Conor McGregor? I really don't know that. I don't know any other fighters in the UFC other than Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor. I heard of a CM Punk guy. I don't even think that CM Punk guy is an actual UFC fighter. I think he's a wrestler. Just goes to show you that it's a lot of politics involved in this. It's a lot of attention-seeking. If you look at the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather boxing match, that wasn't a boxing match. Well, it was. But it was an event. It was a, it was a huge event. Massive event. I think everyone can agree that it was an event. Everyone in the entire world, well, not everyone, but a lot of people were glued to the TV that day to see more than a boxing match. People were there to see celebrities. People were there to see politicians on the television. People were there to see athletes. People were there to see porn stars. People were there to see every single uh, human being that walks this earth that has attention glued to them. Anyone who was anyone was there. Robert Kraft, Tom Brady. I don't know why I brought those two up. That's just who just popped in my mind. But that's what it was. It was an event. Everybody went who was somebody. And when you are glued to the TV for some reason, because I'm one of them, you get excited to see people uh, at the event. You, you get excited to see celebrities. It makes you feel a part of it. You drop 100 bucks on, on um, what's it called? pay-per-view, pay-per-view, and you sit down on the TV, watch two guys beat the shit out of each other for an hour, look at some pretty people on the TV, have some beer, have some food, and you're satisfied with that $100, and it was a good fight, that floyd uh, Connor fight, it was a very good fight, it was one of the best, the best and biggest events of the summer, and not even that one day, the whole lead-up to the fight was incredible. The world tour that they did there, I think they did one in LA, Toronto, London, and then they went over to, uh, no, okay, Lon- no, yeah, London, I think there was one more there, New York, I think it was, some of the best entertainment I've ever seen in my entire life, leading up, to, I'd say maybe before Conor McGregor hit the scene, I don't know when that was, 2013, 14, maybe 15, when he started his UFC debut, even back then he wasn't the best shit talker he wasn't the best he, you know because he didn't have all that money like the confidence you, you could see the confidence was there but he didn't have enough um courage to speak what he actually wanted to say but once the money started rolling in the guy became one of the best shit talkers of all time but before that who was the best shit talker of all time floyd may floyd money i gotta slow down floyd mayweather was the best shit talker of all time and putting those two in the same on the same stage and getting them to go at each other with two microphones created for some of the best entertainment I've seen I it is the best entertainment that I've seen outside of a sport I think that was better than uh, a stand-up like a, a Dave Chappelle uh, comedy stand-up special better than a Bill Burr comedy stand-up special better than any sitcom I've watched better than any movie oh that's not that's a lie I've seen better movies, but some of the best entertainment I've ever seen on the television, on my laptop, anything, anywhere, was watching Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather go at it in front of 20,000 people in arenas across the world, 
with Floyd Mayweather wearing sweatpants and Conor McGregor wearing the most outlandish clothes you've ever seen in your entire life. When he got all of Toronto to go, Fuck the Mayweathers! Fuck the Mayweathers! That, to me, was the funniest thing in the world. And honestly, I, I I did I think I thought Floyd took it pretty well. It, it, it Floyd's ego obviously is pretty big, and for you just to sit there and laugh as someone makes fun of your family name, I guess when you have that much money, you don't really care. It's just you're still going home in your Lamborghini. You don't really care what people say about you. So I I can understand that. But nonetheless, Showtime put on a great event. We're kind of getting off topic here. What am I saying? Yeah, so can Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather fight in the UFC? Nobody knows. I'm not a fighting expert. I've maybe been in three fights my entire life. I, you know, a lot of people say Floyd's good at boxing. He obviously is, 50-0. and 0. But it could, be a lot, it could be a lot different when someone kicks him on the side of the head and then tackles him to the ground. It starts going bananas on him. That's a totally different ball game. I'm no fight expert. I'll admit that. I'm no I'm no fight expert. But with that being said, I do think that there's a big difference between the UFC and boxing. Boxing, you only get to use two arms. UFC, you can use every limb in your body. And I'm going to leave it at that. I hope it happens. I'll put my money down to watch it. Due to the fact that it's more than a fight. Like like what I said at the beginning of the podcast. It's more than just a fight. It's an event. And I like watching events that are entertainment. Entertaining, excuse me. I hope it would be Connor. I don't even know if I'd buy it. I would buy it. What am I saying? That would be hilarious. Hilarious. Alright. Let's move on. Will Smith starting a YouTube channel. How do people feel about that? How do you feel about that? I know how I feel about that. I feel... Honestly, I don't really care. A lot of people care. A lot of there's been a lot of uh, blog or articles on Reddit about people upset about it. Who cares? Um, the guy's a movie star, and now he's taking the creative space for the little man, and he's dominating. But that's the way it's been for thousands of years, and that's the way it's going to continue to be. Look at Netflix. Netflix used to be Netflix didn't even have their own specials at one point. They just took from other Hollywood movies. And then they put the put it on their website. Now they've generated enough money where they can generate their own movies and start producing their own films. And these Hollywood f- guys are coming into Netflix and taking over the space. It's going to happen with YouTube. YouTube is a very second most popular website in the world behind Google. And it was known for the little guy. YouTube was, you know, it was known for the little guy, for the creative space, for no-namers to come in and make a name for themselves and make a living. And now a lot of these celebrities are coming in and creating YouTube channels and, you know, taking up the creative space. But guess what, people? Life's hard. 
Life's difficult. Things like this are going to happen. People that are at the top are going to take notice of this. And I don't blame them at all because I would have done the same thing. And there's more than enough room on YouTube for anyone. YouTube is one of the most addicting websites of all time. At least in my books. The, the fact that you can look at it and all those videos are on the right-hand side for you to click something else that relate to what you want to see next. You can watch a Will Smith video and then it'll go right to your vlog next. You know what I mean? Like There's always something right there for you to watch. People are too upset about the wrong things. Who cares? Will Smith start, started a vlog. Well, my day's ruined. You know, I could be completely wrong. Maybe people don't care. I read two paragraphs on Reddit about how someone was upset. And now I'm assuming that a million people are upset. I really don't know. <laughs> but um, Will Smith started a YouTube channel. I've watched a couple videos. The guy's pretty, uh, he's a positive individual. He travels the world and people are always laughing at his jokes that aren't that funny. And just like, uh, which I still haven't found out yet about uh, Stephen Hawking, the first, the sense of humor. But when people say rich people have a sense of humor, it's hard for me to believe because people laugh at rich people for no apparent reason. Will Smith, same boat. Even though I know Will Smith is a funny guy. He, he's at the, the show. What was the show there? Um West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground. Where are we? Ba, 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 ba. Fresh Prince. So he's a, he's a funny guy, and it, the, honestly, the vlogs are very well made. He has some. Uh, essentially, he just travels the world. People give him microphones. People come and see him, and he just tell he tells people to live their fullest uh, life up to their capability. He tells people to forget about fear, and then he goes to a, a five star restaurant, eats, then he goes and works out. After the workout, he'll go home and, or he'll go back to his uh, Pento Suite Hotel, whatever. Take a nap, wake up, go eat again. I don't know. There's really nothing going on in the vlogs. It's just Will Smith, so you're you're attached to it. But yeah, Will Smith started a YouTube channel. Check it out, or don't. I really don't care. Uh, Halifax Mooseheads starting the playoffs. I think Wednesday's the first game against Bay Camo. Uh, they had a great season this year. They finished second overall. I'm not going to sit here and talk about like I knew they had a great season. I only caught the end of it. I only caught, I, I caught one game this year. Uh, I was out in Vancouver, so I really didn't notice or care. But I'm back in the city, so now that I do care, I'm going to talk about it. And you're going to listen, and you're going to like what I have to say. So they're going to be playing the Bakemo Drakakar Wednesday at the Scotiabank Center here in Halifax. It's the Halifax Mooseheads. They've had a great year. They've got some great players who I'm going to name drop right now. And maybe you can go look them up. i got to support local here, even though these guys are not from Halifax. They represent Halifax. Otto Sompi. Games played 59, 28 goals, 55 assists with 83 points. Do the math. It's correct. Um, from Helsinki, Finland. Apparently this guy's incredible. He did the Crosby move behind the net earlier this year in junior. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Just type in Otto Sompi 
behind the net goal, I guess. Uh, Philip Zadina. This is the guy that's predicted to go first round next year. Games played, 57. Goals, 44. Assists, 38. For a total of 82 points. Do the math. That's correct. And another guy they got there is Maxime Fortier. Fortier, the captain. Games played, 61. Goals, 32. Assists, 43. For a total of... Carry the one plus two. 75. Do the math. It's correct. I don't have a calculator out here, folks. I'm just top of my head. So those are their top three go-getters there. Otto, Philip, and Maxime. Sounds like a... What's that movie with the... Tra yeah, it sounds like a Transformers trio. Trio. Otto, Philippe, and Maxime. Those could be the names of a Transformer. Or like three Transformers. Otto Sompy. I can see that being the name of a Transformer. Philip Zadina. Yeah, that could be like a, a Czech Transformer. Because wasn't there Transformers all over the world in that movie? Like, they they settled on planet Earth and they all just turned into cars. But it wasn't just in America. They were like... They were everywhere. They were in Finland, Russia, and they were all just chilling out there hiding. Getting off topic. Anyway, so the Mooseheads, yeah, it would be great to see some playoff hockey back here in uh, in Halifax. I love hockey, and I love the playoffs. They finished second. That's a, they could potentially win. What's the cup? The President's Cup, I think it's called. So if you haven't got your tickets already, get them. And if you have an extra ticket, give me a call. I'll be more than happy to uh, to jump on a free ticket. I'll buy the beer. And uh, yeah, check them out. If you haven't looked them up already, it's the Halifax Mooseheads. H-A-L-I-F-A-X space Mooseheads. M-O-O-S-E-E-H-A-D-S. That's the Halifax Mooseheads, 2017-2018 Quebec Major Junior Hockey League playoffs. Should be some great entertainment down there at the Metro Center, or Scotiabank Center, no, fuck that, Metro Center, and it should be a, a good event. Bring the whole family out, the kids, parking's a bitch, but... Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a sacrifice to go see some great entertainment. I saw them this year. They got their, uh, they got smoked, but you could tell that they're a very good team. They lost like 7-2, I think. But you could tell they were a great team. It was just a little bit of an off night for them. The Halifax Mooseheads. Is Bitcoin still a thing? I don't know. Speaking of Halifax Mooseheads... I want to talk about Nathan McKinnon's success recently. I think I might have talked about it on the last podcast. I'm not sure. But Nathan McKinnon is going to win. I'm making the prediction right now. He will get the MVP for the league this year. Uh, I was watching the highlights of his game last night. I was watching the highlights of his game last night this morning before I started the podcast. Two goals, one assist. I think he's yeah he's second in the league right now for points tied with Evgeny Malkin. Uh, the guy's a beast. 
The guy's turning to a, a mini-me of a Crosby version. I hate to say the Crosby's on the decline, and I know I might have said it earlier that he has two, maybe three years left, and I still do believe in that. But I also think the fact that McKinnon trains with Crosby in the summer has a huge part of uh, how his success is doing is transferring over into the NHL. You can just see the guy's power in his legs, the power in his core, how no one can get the puck off him. Reminds me of Crosby so much. So I think that's uh, it's benefiting him a lot in the NHL. Doing very well. The guy's a beast. He's carrying the Colorado Avalanche on his shoulders and he's just walking around the NHL doing exactly what he wants. So if you haven't looked up some highlights of him this year, you should definitely do it. And with all of that being said, he has like six games, seven games back of Kucherov, who's the leading scorer, and he's only three points behind him, I think. Oh, sorry. So, some exciting stuff to watch there. I hope Colorado makes the playoffs. There's going to be some great, great, great... How funny is that? As I'm saying this, I'm looking at my phone really quickly, and the Colorado Avalanche dot support has requested to follow you on instagram how crazy is that confirm another follower that's what i'm talking about anyways yeah colorado uh nathan mckinnon congrats buddy he's doing really well make sure to look out for him and his success I want to talk about a video that I saw that I was very, very, uh, I was happy to see it. A lot of you might have seen it. It was uh, a hockey kid at the end of the season crying to his teammates saying how much he loved them. His teammates, excuse me. Uh, I love the kid's dedication to the sport. I hope I hope everyone saw it. I, I, yeah, you got to see this video because if you haven't seen the video, then me just talking like this is pointless. It's a kid at the end of the season. He's like taking his gear off, but it's like end of the year meetings and the whole team is there. And um, he just starts crying. And he's just telling his teammates how much he loves his teammates and how much he loved the, the whole season with the, his teammates and how he can't wait for next year and things like this. And it's just something that I was happy to see. I was happy to see a generation of, I don't know how old the kid was, 10. I'm terrible with age. 10, maybe he's 11 the guy could be 14, I don't know. And I just love the dedication to the sport. You know, if if I'm the kid's parents, I'm loving that. It's the it's the building of a leader. The kid's crying, telling his teammate, the guy, the kid must have been the captain. Must have been. Or the assistant. Or he was just the worst player on the team. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say he's the captain. And yeah, if you're the kid's parents, you're happy because that's the making of a leader. That's the making of someone that's going to care about his craft. That's someone that's going to show dedication to whatever he decides to pursue in life. And it probably won't be the NHL. But it shows something about the kid's dedication to the sport. And I love that. And it's something that I didn't think would... That's one thing I've thought about as well recently is these kids that are coming up playing sports... What's their dedication level going to be to these sports with all these other distractions and all these other... Because I know when I was younger, and I played sports growing up all the way to the age of 20, I guess, I wasn't inside playing Xbox. I wasn't inside on my phone. I wasn't inside on a computer. I wasn't glued to a screen. 
I was outside at a wall shooting a puck, shooting a a, a ball for lacrosse, shoot uh, even basketball. I was rollerblading. I was uh, I was outside being active. And I didn't even really know I was dedicating myself to the sport. I just knew it was fun and there was nothing else to do. And my friends did other things. My friends were playing these sports. So that's why I went out and did it. I wasn't inside, you know, doing what kids do now, which is on their phone, watching Netflix, on a computer. I feel like an old fucking geezer right now talking like this. And maybe kids, maybe these kids don't. Maybe kids that really do love sports, maybe kids aren't on their phone or on a laptop or watching a TV or playing a video game. Maybe I'm completely wrong because I don't have kids. There's, I'm not around kids to, to know what they do. Just from what I hear from other people is they're inside. They're not outside exploring the world. They're not getting dirty. They're not making mistakes. They're not um, you know, doing what kids should do. And I've always thought about the net, that as the next generation of athletes coming up as, as kids is are they outside practicing their sport? Are they are they dedicated to what they want to do? And when I saw that video, the, the kid was young. I was like, okay, well, wait a second. The guy, he loves the game of hockey. He loves it, and it made me, it made me think. Okay, well, the kid's gonna go home. He's gonna want to get better for his teammates. I was just happy to see it. It was a great, warm, it was a good touching video. So all the best to that kid. It went viral. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Just YouTube uh, hockey kid cries dressing room. Great little great little speech. Oh, jeez. How long have we been going here? 25 minutes. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to tell a story uh, when I was in L.A., about uh, when I was watching the Patriots game, I think they were, it was the not the Super Bowl, the game before the playoffs. Uh, who were they playing? Philadelphia? No, that was no. It was Minnesota, Philly, and then it was who was New England playing? Anyway, so it was New England, the game to go to the Super Bowl. I was in Beverly Hills at a bar. <clears throat> not a big deal. Shout out to Spit and Chicklet, Spit and Chicklets. Um, and yeah, I walked into the bar, and all of a sudden, E from Entourage was there. Um, I don't even know if I want to tell this story right now. You know what? No, I'm not going to tell this story right now. I'm going to save it for another time. It's kind of... I got to get the facts down correctly, because I could ramble on about... I could ramble on for an hour about this story. But let me work on the story. Let me get it down to some bullet points. In the next podcast, I'll... Uh, I'll let you know what happened. Essentially, it was just a little confrontation with E from Entourage. I forget his real name. And uh, next podcast, I'll tell you the full story. So yeah, um, welcome back to the High Button Podcast. It's the second one since yeah, second one since we. It's been it's been a while. Second one, first one we recorded on Friday. Uh, we're gonna be do. We're getting a special, not a special guest. We're getting my buddy on. I think this week he's in Florida right now. Uh, we're gonna get him back. I think he's back Wednesday, and we're gonna get him to talk a little bit of March Madness because I'm really uneducated in the in the whole topic, and I would like to hear what this guy says. Kev, name's Kev. He's my good buddy. He's gonna come on talk a little bit of March Madness. So if there's anyone that knows the tournament, it's him. He knows the players, grandmothers. He knows everything about everything when it comes to the to the March Madness. Uh, scene, so we're excited to get him on. Yeah, I think he said he'd be back Wednesday from Florida. 
so we'll get that going because I do want to give you the listeners a little bit of insight. I don't really know much about it, but maybe you already know. Maybe you already know a shitload about March Madness, so maybe you don't even need to listen. Maybe you don't even need to listen. So we'll get that going. I do know that there's been a lot of people making a lot of money out in Vegas. There's been a lot of disappointing, uh, or have been a lot of beneficial bets because there's been a lot of upsets. So when you bet on the upset team, you're making some bank. So that's always good to see. I'm not really much of a betting man. I learned my lesson when I was young. Um, but Jesus, watching these some people make some big money, I might go back and do it. I might get back on the wagon. It's uh, it's pretty uh, it's pretty entertaining. But then again, I don't think that would be a smart bet because I really don't know any of the teams. Maybe I'll ask them some of my gambling buddies. So yeah, essentially that's it. That's the uh, the end of the podcast here. Um, make sure to subscribe on SoundCloud and on iTunes. I think we're going to be doing this four times a week, maybe five. I like doing this in the morning. Um, so it should be good. If you have any questions, if you have anything that you'd like me to talk about, just make sure to ask a question at our Twitter page. I think it's just at the high button on Twitter. We're on Facebook as well, Instagram. So if you have any questions, want me to talk about any certain topics, tweet there, type there, comment there, message on Facebook. You know how to do it. Um, you guys are all, you guys are all whizzes when it comes to technology. So I want to thank you very much for tuning in and listening. I appreciate it. High button. Uh, the high button's out. Thanks again.